What was Whoa. this week about? What are we watching? Oh man, these movies are. Well, I don't remember what. What were they called again? I have, I have oh, no wait, idea. Wait, wait, I know we I recorded know, this. I know, I know. They were. Um... everybody welcome to the 4k lowdown and turner fan 77 present by the numbers where we take new releases we score them and love them or hate them we let you know what we thought i'm david <laughs> aka the 4k lowdown your host and my co-host is uh rich, uh, rich. aka turner fan 77 how you doing brother i'm doing okay brother uh i know this is a recorded episode this is episode 27 of by the numbers so we have been just chugging along this year yeah, we have with this segment, I, I'm really liking it. Me too. And um, and we appreciate you guys when you guys come in the live chats. So we appreciate everyone. Yeah, we absolutely do. It's going to be weird not looking at the comments because I know mm -hmm. I'm going to comment seeing if somebody's talking. But we're not going to have anybody talking this time. So you guys, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna see this on replay, but this will drop on the 12th. Because mm -hmm. um, we're trying to drop it every Wednesday. Uh, and then we come back from our vacation, and our first by the numbers after that will be the nineteenth. That one will be live. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because that's going to be a stack. That, one, that one's going to be a banger. We're going to have some yeah. great movies, lots of theatrical mm -hmm. releases, and one really major hit that's dropping to Netflix pretty soon. So yeah. we'll talk about that as we get to the end of this show. Mm -hmm. um, and also, we have another segment that's coming on the thirteenth. That will be live. We'll talk about that as well. But we're here right now to talk about these five movies. And I know we couldn't do a theatrical one because we're recording this ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So we went through and grabbed some movies that have been that have dropped down, dropped to streaming or physical or something like that, that we missed in our first round. Um, and I got to I got to tell you, there's some there's a turd. In this oh, one, a turd that, is not, I would even turd is not the right I, word. Tur, uh, turd is movie. generous, I think. This is a yeah. Um, this is probably one of the worst movies I've ever. It seen. was like it was like being having diarrhea and being constipated at the same time. I think it was just kind of like you mm. know it's going to come out, but sooner or later it just drips out, and it's okay. And it's so I know our motto is all film is subjective. Okay. But I'm throwing that motto out the door because <laughs> this movie was fucking shit. Well, I'm just I'm just going to apologize now for subjecting you to it because this was my pick. And but I've been wanting was, to see it too. 
is all the buzz was like, it's getting it was, it's getting rave reviews by the critics people are loving it people are saying oh it's the most terrifying thing you know that's out this year and so no bullshit this movie no. sucks ass this there, is there's nothing terrifying about it this is the only thing terrifying is that this guy was actually paid to make this film yeah i wonder that's what he got terrifying thing and and it's funny because there's there's one one thing that i read that i was like okay that makes sense but in a totally different way somebody wrote a review that i read i'm not going to say it was but the person said that the movie was not scary at all but it was unsettling and i'm like okay the only thing unsettling about it besides the sound mm -hmm. which was awful were the camera angles the the, the visuals the lighting i mean there was that no was lighting yeah there was no lighting. I was, I was have, I was making shit up because all I saw was just black, and I was like, "Is yeah. that a face? That's got to be a face, and yeah. that's got to be some kind of creepy face." At the end, I thought I saw a face. At the yeah. end of the movie, and I was like, "Is that a face?" And freaking, you know, Barbie dolls stuck to the ceiling, and I don't, I don't yeah. know what the heck was going on, but let's just let's just get it out the way because. Yeah. Holy crap. It is our, it is our our fifth highest movie of the week, which means <laughs> it's dead last. Yeah. I think this is officially going to get the lowest score that we've ever given. And I mean ever. Uh, we've been doing this two years? We've been doing this two years now. At least a year and a half. Yeah. And that is Skinamarink. Oh. So... God, I was I was really hoping this was going to be good. Me too. I heard the um, buzz around it, and I'm glad. Yeah, there was a lot it. of buzz around it, and I was like, okay, this is either going to be like Host because this is a Shutter movie, mm -hmm. and Host was good. We yeah. both enjoyed that, and then Dash Cam came out, and Dash Cam blew chunks. <laughs> I did. I wanted everybody to die in that movie. Yeah. I, oh, please, everybody die. And then, and then this comes out and I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's dead. I don't know if anybody's alive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there are so many questions about mm. this movie. And the biggest question is why am I still watching it? Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, please God, let us stop. This is, this is a movie, you know, that the movie sucks when I'm pausing the movie just to see how long I have to endure. To I did that. Yeah. I was like, how far? This yeah. has got to be almost over. Oh, shit. It's only 40 minutes into it. I've got another hour and a half of this shit that I got to deal yeah. with. This movie could have been like 10 minutes I long. mean, I'm on top of it. It's an hour and 40 minutes. And I got to say, that's about an hour and 35 minutes too long. Yeah. Um, for, for me, the best part about this movie was the trailer. Yeah, I would say Cause, yeah. Because the the trailer kind of creeped me out. It kind of it kind of gave me that old school feel, like Amityville horror and things like mm -hmm. that. When when though we were watching those old trailers, yeah. Um, only you get this. It, it's so funny because you're just seeing this. You don't know what you're looking at, and then all of a sudden you get in this house, and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> And and yeah. that's all it says through the entire trailer. Yeah. 
and it, it yeah. it's louder and louder and louder and you're like i'm like okay i was a little creeped out by that so that's my favorite part i'm watching the movie and it the only thing is they were using sound effects to try to jump scare you then it didn't work because they were just they were just being super quiet and then all of a sudden bah! and you're like really yeah <laughs> um, I don't know. I wish I, I just, knew the thought process on the lighting of this movie, the camera work. I, I would like to know what that director was thinking. Because a movie is a visual medium. Yeah. Okay. And there's hardly any visual in this medium, in this movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, you don't get really any emotion. You can't get any emotion from the actors in this movie. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, you can't really see them. I mean, yeah, half the time... I understand what they're saying. Yeah, I don't understand what they're saying. And they have captions on when they really think you're not going to understand them. But I didn't even understand them when that was supposed to be clear. Mm -hmm. All you're looking at half the time are these children's feet walking yeah. around or like a whole bunch of Legos or things stuck to the wall. And mm -hmm. I don't know. So the... The synopsis reads, two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. I like the synapse. The, the... I, 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 I like the plot. I like mm -hmm. the, I like the concept. I just mm -hmm. don't, it just was not executed at all. No. The, if this was more, this because this was not found footage. At best, I would call this POV because it looked like the camera angles were from the child's eyes, right? Yeah, but only half the time. The rest of the time, it was like the camera was on the floor. Yeah. Or it's looking up at the ceiling. You're you're counting floor tiles. I don't know what the hell's going on. There's there was one scene where you just you're just looking at the toilet. Yeah. And the toilet disappears and then comes back and you're like, okay, what the hell is going? Am I gonna time my shits now? What the hell am I gonna do in this house? <laughs> this very you got felt four like seconds to poop. And now the toilet's gone. Now I'm scared. I totally get it. No, the I don't know. The scare the the best part for me was the nine one one call. Yeah. When that entity, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Otherwise, um, otherwise, I had no idea what was going on. I was just, mm -hmm. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was praying for it to end. I know. And it was even just when they going and going, I did for for it being. I was like, okay, so it's gonna, it's gonna, it's an hour and forty minutes, but at about an hour thirty five, it's gonna start rolling credits. No, hour forty on the dot, it just says the end, and that's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and you're like, there's really no credits. You know, you're like, shit, I had to go through that whole thing to mm -hmm. do that. Um, but this, but, to me, felt like a like high school film class. And I said, hey, go make a scary movie. You're going to yeah. get this little handheld camera, and you're going to shoot it in two or three rooms. And this is yeah. no really no plot, no no direction. Yeah. No. My, my daughter yeah. said the same thing, only she said, she said this was like a high school film project only one kid had to do it all by himself on the last night. 
Oh, she's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah, no, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and then you go and, and look and it, made $2 million in the box office. No way. Yeah. That's nice. It opened in 692 theaters, maxed out at 809 theaters and went 2.4 weeks on average. I would hate to pay ticket prices to see. I would have. I would have killed. I would have kicked somebody's ass if I paid regular price for this. <laughs> right. Uh, this would have been more. I would have walked out of. I. I would not have finished this movie. And I've. I've only walked out of a theater one time. And what movie was that? Um, I don't know if you even have heard of it. It's called Nemesis. Not the Star Trek one. Right. But it's called Nemesis. It starred Olivier Gruner. And it was kind of a sci-fi martial arts thing. Yeah, no, no, no. And it just it just was a pile of shit. So um my buddy and I, we left halfway through it and snuck into another theater and watched hardware instead with Dylan McDermott. And that was pretty good. I walked out of one movie, and that was Jim Carrey's the cable guy. I was like, oh this shit's terrible. I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to watch that. I didn't go to the oh. theater for it. Um, I've never, I've never actually seen it all the way through. I think I got like 20 minutes in. I was like, nope, I'm out. I think I saw it opening weekend or something you know, like and that. Again, all films are subjective because they were like, oh, that's a, you know, people view that as kind of a, a comedy classic it's along not. with, you know, Ace Ventura two and all that. Uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. All right, so let's let's go over some of our highlights <laughs> for this. And I will say that I I gave the plot an eight because I like the concept and I and I like the trailer. That's the only thing I gave a I gave a five to the wild card because I'm hoping there's an audience for this. It looks like I there do. there was something. But otherwise, yeah, I gave a two to direction because I don't know. I could have farted and it would have been a better viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you gave you gave ones to music and wild card <laughs> and to acting. And I've never seen you give that many ones to anything. Yeah. Ending, you gave a two. I gave a three because I was like, what the hell is going on? I don't yeah. get it. Um, script, you gave it a three. I gave it a two. It's 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 like that. It's this thing is horrendous. Yeah, and you, you paid fifteen bucks for this Blu-ray, right? No, I bought I bought the DVD. I paid I paid ten bucks. I paid nine ninety nine. Oh, okay, well, it's still a little like five bucks. It's, I still feel like I overpaid. Yeah, by a lot. I was like, I should have just watched it on Shutter and not <laughs> and not bought it. Yeah, you should have because um, because I. I mean, because I, I have the I have the DVD, but I turned around and just watched it on Shutter because I was like, okay, I got to put Did I got to block the DVD. This. What's that? Did you open the DVD? Yeah, no, it's unwrapped. Oh, I could have just I got damn it, I could take it back. Maybe I get mm-hmm. a shrink wrap machine and <laughs> pay fifty dollars for a shrink wrap machine to take that or ten dollars DVD. Get that ten bucks back. Hmm. <laughs> Cost effective? I don't think so. What? Think of all the other movies I could take back. 
do that. But, um, anyway, oh yeah, some pictures. So there can't be that many pictures. No, not any that makes any sense. These are the only ones that had some kind of lighting. Yeah. And that was um, the most lighting you got in this movie. Yeah, was from the TV. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the TV kept coming on. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go to the scores. IMDB gives this a 5.0. With 10,000 reviews, I nearly shit my pants with this one. Rotten Tomatoes critics score 71%. What? With 122 reviews. I'm like, did we watch a different movie? Yeah, we must have. Because there's just no way. Must have been a different movie. Audience score 44%. You gave this a 27. (laughs) And I gave it a 40. Oh, damn. You went way higher than I did. I did go way higher than you did. Um, but I, the, the only thing that saves it is the trailer and the concept. Yeah. Other than that, it was just, it was executed poorly. Um, so our total average score, 33.5. Damn. And it takes our number five spot. That's nuts. Now we're, now we're going to jump like 30 points for the next movie. <laughs> Our number four movie, and actually, actually, one of my favorites for this week, even though it's the fourth highest, is Assassin Club. Yeah, this was fun. I had fun with this. I kind of, I, mean, I kind of <laughs> dug this. It was kind of cool. It wasn't. Yeah. It was definitely low budget. It definitely did not yeah. have the. It didn't have the script chops, and the and the acting was not good enough to save the script. No. So I I will go that far, but I did like the story. Mm-hmm. Um I I like the cast. I think this is like a good twist. Cast. Um good twist. Um it just it's really funny that this this movie has no business leaving it open for a sequel, but they did. <laughs> did, yeah. So I thought this was going to be a franchise. So I I don't know how they thought this was going to be a franchise, but still, yeah. I, I it was worth a watch. It was yeah. it was fun, um, kind of a kind of a light, lighter action movie. But I I like you know Henry Golding. He is what he is. I yeah. I I only see him from Crazy Rich Asians. So yeah. this as an assassin, he doesn't make any sense. Well, he's but, he's not too bad a snake, guys. Yeah, he's okay at Snake Eyes, but Snake Eyes wasn't that good either. And I don't know no. if that was him or if that was kind of the way it was written. I was really hoping for a better Snake Eyes. Isn't movie. he in those um, Lifetime movies for Christmas stuff a lot too? Oh, probably. He did. I yeah. thought he did a great job in The Gentleman. I, I liked him in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but that had but, a good script. Yeah, that had a good script and a great cast. Now you get... You, Get one of my favorite actresses of all time, Numa Rapace, is in here um, as the antagonist, basically. Mm-hmm. And I liked her, but I wanted more of her in it instead of just them phone conversation. They're, you yeah. know, doing phone sex or whatever they're doing um, as all this kind of stuff. But let's let's take I'll go through the plot on this. So 
So Assassin Club reads, an assassin is given a contract to kill seven people around the world only to discover the targets are also assassins who have been hired to kill him. So it's like this Mortal Kombat thing with assassins. Yeah. But there's a there's an underlying reason behind it. And they kind of briefly show that in the beginning. So you mm-hmm. get a little bit of context as to why this whole thing is happening. I thought that opening sequence, and then when they showed it again, it was clearly two different actors. Yeah, I agree with that. It was like, and I know it was, yeah, it was like they clearly changed their mm-hmm. their idea in in that scene to where they're like, oh, instead of making this person the one who did this that caused this whole mess, we're going to have it do this person. So they had to change it like halfway through. Yeah. And they figured we wouldn't catch that because they were masked. But it's like, yeah, you could clearly tell. You could you could tell. I mean, there's yeah. like there was a good a good eight to ten inch difference in height, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, that's kind of weird. But anyway, I'm for color universe. I'm gonna let that slide. <laughs> um, this did it had a little bit of international box office time, making a hundred and ninety thousand. And where was it released? It just says International Box Office. It was... Oh, it was released in Spain. Oh, that's weird. Okay, so it was released in Spain. Made 190000 in Spain. Good job. Um, but, you know, I... I know it wasn't a bad movie. It was it was fine. It did it did its job for me. It checked the boxes yeah. that I wanted. This felt like a very nineties. Yeah, it's, movie. it's definitely so yeah, it's, rent. it's one of those, you know, that would have been just straight to DVD. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Um and this is uh you know, like all those ones that have like five minute Bruce Willis parts in it. Mm-hmm. Um that's what this kind of reminds me of. Just kind of a, you know, run of the mill action thriller. There was some, there were some good kill scenes, good stuff. Kind of, yeah. But like I said, kind of enjoyed it. It didn't have any business leaving itself open for a sequel, but okay. Right. And then you, and then you get Sam Neill of all people in this movie, and I was like, dude, yeah. Um, that dude should be knighted by now because he's just awesome but he goes and does this movie and he's kind of a it's kind of a putz in this movie yeah um but let's talk about our highlights on it for assassin club i we actually both had sevens for the cast and the acting so i think for who they had it was pretty good they just yeah um script was kind of lacking you had an eight for the story and i had a seven yeah um, other than that, we're pretty much sixes and sixes and fives and fours and sevens. So it's just kind of, yeah, your, your biggest thing is an eight. And then I had a lot of sevens and sixes in there. So yeah. Is it, 
is it worth hunting and getting? No. No. Um, I would I would wait till you see it on a free streaming service. Right now you can kind of you can rent it on Vudu or um I think you got it from Redbox, right? Yeah, I got it from Redbox. Yeah, so you got it from Redbox. I I bought DVD. This one I didn't mind paying ten bucks for. <laughs> yeah, this is a ten. I'd be I'd pay ten bucks for this. I yeah, this was this was yeah. worth ten dollars. I I'd, I'd watch this again. This would be something I just mm-hmm. have on, um, while I was while I was working or something because something that wouldn't distract me but would give me it get it has pretty good music. Yeah. It has because it has that. I think it was released in France. I'm going to, it says Spain, but I think that was just the production thing, but I think France, because there was a lot of that French rap in there. And I Mm -hmm. think they did a lot of this, a lot of their filming in France. So this was probably released in France. Now that I think about it. Um, But I said, there's a better cast than I would have thought. Yeah. And but the dialogue's kind of lacking a little bit. And then it's just, it's really funny because they're like, okay, here are all the assassins. Here's their names and pictures and everything. And then there's one person that no one's ever seen their face. <laughs> and you kind of go, okay, that's probably the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm just saying, all these other assassins, everybody's seen their face. These guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one person that's actually an assassin because you don't see him. That cracked me up. I thought that was really funny. Um, These are the best assassins in the world, but here's their faces. <laughs> I forgot. I was going to say I lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. That's okay. Because you, you were pointing out something that was funny. Okay. Now, when I, when, when I watched it, I thought, like, oh, she got blah, blah, blah at the end. And mm-hmm. you already kind of talked about it. Um, where you think the movie's over. Yeah. And then you're like, come on. That was just that end scene where that person's laying down in the bed. Yeah. I was like, why? I mean. Exactly. I was like, really? Yeah. You're going to pull a Jason now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It didn't. (laughs) I just, it cracked me up. I was like, I was like, you have no business trying to open in this yeah. thing for a sequel. It just doesn't. Um, I'd probably watch it. <laughs> if they did a sequel, I'd probably, yeah, I I'd, probably, I'd probably see it. I'd probably go, okay, I got to I gotta see what she does in the second movie. <laughs> did you read off when this came out? It was recently, right? Yeah. No, this was this was recent. Now I wonder how it's yeah, done on. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 2023. Uh, yeah, the official release date was May 16th. It's a couple months. Yeah. I wonder how did you get a num- the numbers for sales? Was it too early? Just just theatrical. I didn't get anything for video sales or anything like that. Because I when it. you said you wanted to add this to the list, shortly after that, I started seeing it pop up. And people's Instagram feeds, and then people's things in Letterbox. You know, you can see where that's friends movies. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what if this does have a follow? <laughs> like, a, I mean, because 
I, I don't know. Maybe it was because I, I, I saw a trailer for it and I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind checking this out. Um, yeah. And then it all kind of it kind of blew up a little bit after that. It just, it just reminded me, brought me when I watched this, it kind of brought me back to the 90s a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, this was a movie I would rent. Like in the, remember how there were so many action movies when they, the, you just go to the local video store and pick up all these action movies on VHS? That's, this is for some reason that movie reminded me of that. I, I, I do miss those days. You've never heard of these movies whatsoever. You're like, yeah. just by the box cover. Um, you okay? I'm gonna try that. Or it has a cool, like, cool yeah, dude with a half naked chick. One of those ones, yeah. So it, it was officially, it came out on physical June 6th. Oh, okay. So, so that's um, really new on physical. Yeah. So it's only about a month old on physical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, I mean, this reminded me of the old blockbuster days where you're, mm-hmm. you're walking through for anything that's available and you kind of blind rent something. And this is kind of what you get is just a yeah. middle of the road, decent movie that was straight to video with a decent cast in it. And yeah, it kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of brought back those nineties, those nineties action movies yeah. that you'd rent at blockbuster <laughs> for three bucks. Because the because Jurassic Park was out, <laughs> so you have to yeah. for something else. Or Twister, or Twister, you know, yeah. Independence Day. I'm gonna say that because that's that's kind mm. you know that's the movie I watch for the month of July is Independence Day all the time. Um, matter of fact, I saw it twice today. What? Yeah. As playing my my dad was playing it when we went to his house. I was like, I just watched oh, yeah, this earlier. Yeah, I went there for dinner tonight. That's fine. Um, so kind of an early uh, celebration with him uh, before yeah. I leave on my trip. And he was like, he was watching it on TV. I was like, shit, I just watched this today. <laughs> so, <laughs> going to do funny. it again. I have no problem doing it. And. Sure enough, he was on, I guess it was on an encore station or something like that. It was playing all day long. Oh, wow. He just he just had it on repeat. Just watching it all day. Fun. And I'm like, it's been a while right. since I've seen it. I probably won't watch it until I get to my eyes. Yeah, there, well, yeah. So that'll be what, 2025? <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> I just started my bees. You just started your bees and mm-hmm. you're You've only started early this year. Yeah. I mean, my my goal is completely out the window because I haven't even started on any 4Ks. I'm just going <laughs> to – I'm going to wait and do that goal maybe next year or something mm-hmm. to where I'm just doing 4K reviews. Uh, and by then, I'm probably going to have well over 400 of them. So, yeah. All right. Let's go to the scores. Assassin's Club – and just you know, put this in context with Skin and Marink, which you and I both agree was that turd that won't flush. Yeah. Um. Uh, so Assassin's Club on IMDb gets four point six with twelve hundred reviews. So that is four tenths of a point lower than Skin and Marink. Yeah. And that makes no sense to me. Except for the fact that critics are crazy. I don't know. 
Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes critics score 14% with 21 reviews. Audience score 42%. That's more like it. Yeah, we're getting closer, but still that's lower than what they gave Skinamarink. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. You know. I don't understand. I wonder if, just uh, it, I wonder if Skinamarink premiered at like an artsy-fartsy film festival. I don't know. This that and, seems like something that would like if they, you know, have it at Sundance or something like that. It can do because it seemed yeah. like it was it was trying really hard to be artsy fartsy. Yeah, that's yeah. It was, it was trying really hard to be like those. I don't want to call them the new the newfangled horror like like Midsommar and The Witch and, mm-hmm. um, but there were similarities with kind of the way they were yeah. doing it. That made me think about that. Um, but anyway, for Assassin's Club, you gave it a 61. Mm-hmm. And I gave it a 66. So our average score is 63.5. And that takes our fourth spot. No, that's not bad at all. Like I said, it's no. 30 points higher than, <laughs> than Skinner Marine. <laughs> all right. Let's move into number three. I'm gonna go Mar or the porno name Jerry and Marge go large. <laughs> okay. And yeah, that is right. Jerry and Marge go large. This movie wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, is there... Like, you you just let me pick it. I was it. like, dude, let's do this one. And you're like, all right. I can't <laughs> wait to throw you under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is okay. Yeah, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. I, I liked this. This was cute. Um. And I don't know if it's, you know, I'm kind of getting close to that age and I'm thinking about that. <laughs> but I I I got to say this this is my pick of the week. Surprisingly enough, this was my favorite one out of the five. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite so far out of I, that's yeah, what I was it's slim pickings this week. I can't say yeah. I mean there were there were two that I like. Oh actually I liked the I liked them all but one. But I think this this one and then there's one other one that I liked the best. Hmm. Yeah. This I think Brian Cranston does um an okay is not his best performance. No, it's not his best. I loved Annette Benning in this. Yeah, she was good. She was fine. I thought she, I thought she was adorable. Her smile was great. Mm-hmm. I loved her as the wife. Uh, I liked the I liked the son. Yeah, the daughter I, I couldn't stand. A daughter I couldn't stand, but she's from Pitch Perfect, so I expected to hate her. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, all she need if she'd have broke into song, then I would have been like, "Oh, she's the Pitch oh, that Perfect chick." I would have been like, "I'm out." Um. Well, let's let's read it because this is based on a true story, you guys. 
And that's what it says. Based on a true story about a long-married couple, Jerry and Marge Selby, who win the lottery and use the money to revive their small town. Now, it goes a little bit further than that. This is about the windfall scandal um, in Massachusetts, where basically this guy figures out a flaw in the lottery and exploits it to make money, but then turns around and gives the money to his town. Right. Um, and I do remember this story. See, I don't remember. When, what year did it take place? Um, this was 90s, I think. Oh, see, I wouldn't have. When it happened? I'm trying to remember if they, they actually put it in here. <clears throat> See, that's the mm. streaming June 17th. Yeah, the, no, the story happened in 2003, so it was actually later than I thought. So 2003 was when it actually happened, yeah. and the newspaper wrote an article about it in 2011. So it doesn't really corroborate with what happened in this movie. Um but I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. You get a little, uh, you get a little Rain Wilson out of nowhere. Um, yeah, he wasn't looked, bad in it. He wasn't bad in it. He just looked very much like he smoked pot through the whole movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. It just looks like he didn't shower at all. <laughs> no. Uh, but I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed myself. And I didn't actually tag team this with another movie to make it seem better. I actually <laughs> I, I watched this by itself. And I was like, that was cute. I liked it. I, I don't know if I'd go watch it again. I think this is probably a one-time watch. Um, But, yeah, I, I liked the story behind it. I liked how the town had his back. I liked how he helped the town. I even liked the asshole kids that um what cambridge or harvard i the asshole kids at harvard that were kind of going against him i liked i liked how they did it i liked how that worked out i thought this this turned out to be pretty good yeah and the production, i mean um visually it looked great um yeah see <laughs> and then that dude right there um he kind of annoyed me. Yeah. The uh, um, the, the CPA, the accountant yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of, he felt was a travel very, agent too. He's like, at, at times it felt very lifetimey, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. No, this was very, this was very um, low budget. No disrespect to lifetime movies. This just felt like this could have aired on the Lifetime channel. <laughs> At times, yeah. yeah. No, I could, I could see that. Um, but this particular one is airing on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to, if you guys want to check it out, I think it's worth a, a one-time shot. If you got Paramount Plus, then it's not a big deal. Um, let's see. Yeah, 
I can't find a budget or anything on it. It never hit the theater. It just yeah, went straight. Hit the theaters. No, I don't get. I don't have any box office numbers for it at all. But you know what? It won't take too much out of your day. It's ninety six minutes long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a cute story. It's one you know. I I think yeah I think it's worth a watch. Let's go to the highlights for it. Excuse me. We actually both we both gave the cast an eight, mm-hmm. and I actually threw a couple of nines at this. I gave a nine to the ending and a nine to the story. Um, your highest were sevens for story and script and direction, um, where I gave an eight to direction and I gave an eight to the script. So for those, there's a little point higher and you went five for the acting, but I went eight. I thought there was some, and I'm, I was mainly focused on Annette Bening. I really thought that she stole the show. She did good. I thought she did a good job. All right. Let's go to the final scores. IMDb gives Jerry and Marge go large a 6.9 with 18,000 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critics score 68%. Still lower than Inamarink with 56 reviews. Audience score 78% with 100 plus ratings. You gave this a 57. And I gave it a 75. Oh, shit. For a total average score of 66. And it takes our number three spot. I told you, this is like my favorite. Yeah. Of, of this week. By that much. Yeah, yeah, by that much. I told you, I was like, I gave this one and one other. I only gave two movies in the 70s this week. And that yeah. was this one and one other one. Um, and that one's going to be our number one. Mm-hmm. But. We're not talking about number one. We're talking about number two. And our number two movie this week is Run Rabbit Bodily Function. Number two. My number two. My favorite bodily function. Um, This wasn't too bad either. This was was better than I thought it would be. I was was not expecting much out of this. And it has a nice twist to it, which I like. It does. It has a nice twist to it. I... I didn't care for the ending. Yeah. But. I don't remember what I gave it. I think, I don't know. I think I gave it a five. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it a five. You gave it a six. A six. Um, I didn't, I didn't care for how it ended. That doesn't, that didn't give me the closure that I wanted, but I did like when, when she kind of fess up to what happened. Yes. Yes. And and kind of came to terms with herself because this is, um I mean, this was this a supernatural thriller? I think so, but I think this is also a very much a psychological thriller. Yeah. Um and plays well at both. Because you where, don't really I didn't you don't really a- know if this is, you know, is the, you know, is someone possessed? Mm-hmm. Is there a ghost messing with them, or is this going on in their head? What's happening? See, I was all for it being a supernatural movie until you hit that, like you said, hit, you hit that spot. And then I was thinking, 
Maybe like, whoa, there's a real, there's a real element here. That's... Yeah. And you're like, okay, maybe, what's this her mind, her mind breaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. There yeah. was, there I was one part. Watch. There was, there was one part that really kind of stuck with me in the beginning of the movie when, when nothing else did. And it was, it was really strange. Um, I hope it's not too much of a spoiler, but um, the mother and daughter are talking and the daughter, you know, you know, the mother's like, something's bothering you. I know something's bothering you. Can you tell me? And she looked up at her and she says, I miss my mommy. Oh, yeah. And, and the mother's like, well, I'm your mommy. And then she just kind of put her head down. And I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if that was supernatural or if that was psychological. I think that could be either one. There, there are, there are elements in this movie that the, that the daughter does and says that makes me mm -hmm. think that she's under some sort of influence, that there's some sort of, um, some sort of possession or something going on. But then there's something that happens with the mother that seems completely psychological and something she's like devolving like crazy. Mm -hmm. So that I, I, I enjoyed that. I think that that meshed together really well. It did. Um, um, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so this is an Australian film. And again, <laughs> we're, we're running into the foreign films that turn out to be pretty good. And this is one of them. Yeah. I remember um, seeing the trailer for this and I was like, this really intrigued me. Me too. And it was, it was really interesting because I don't remember seeing the trailer until I watched the trailer the second time. And I was like, Oh, I've seen this trailer before. Cause the kid had the mask on. Right. Um, which was creepy. It was that little girl played creepy very well. That, that girl did a good job. The little girl yeah. did a good job. I think the mother did a good job. And I'm I'm a fan of hers. Um Sarah Sarah Snook is her name. Um she did the movie Predestination with Ethan Hawke. So I remembered her. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read the synopsis because I forgot to do that. It says a fertility doctor who believes firmly in life and death. But after noticing the strange behavior of her young daughter, she must challenge her own values and confront a ghost from her past. And um, she's Cinderella. I know. <laughs> now, what's the not Cinderella? Um, what's the one with the ghosts? Um, the, the one with the ghosts. Christmas story. No, the um, Christmas Carol. You know, you the ghosts of the past. It, oh, it okay. That way. I, it went from Cinderella to Christmas Carol. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, that, I Cinderella. I don't know. I don't know how the heck you got there. It's bro. late here. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know. It's it's after it's midnight. One for you. We're recording super late. It's one o'clock here by time. Yeah. Dave's making this old man stay up. Yeah. Oh, Dave, I forgot <laughs> to grab my Mountain Dew too. I was like, I need to grab a Dew. Give me a little sugar go. A little sugar you rush. Should, you should have had your Dew. I I thought for sure you had that. I know. I forgot. I, to I got one. my tea before we started, but. Um, all right. But yeah, I mean, I, 
I like this. This was this yeah. was good. See, there's that shot you're talking about. Yeah. And she's she was creepy like this. And it was mm-hmm. like and the the mother I, yeah, I, I didn't know what to make. I didn't know what to make of the mother. Was the mother abusing her? Was the child being <sighs> bullied in school? Was the child being haunted by a ghost? Was this you know, and what's the deal with the mother? Why is she she's got dementia and shit's going on mm-hmm. with her? And then the I father that passed part. away, and there's an emotional thing with the father, and then the mother and her are estranged, and it, it's just there's a there's a there's layers to this that makes yeah. you like, okay, so is this gonna go this way? Nope, it goes this way, and then no nope. did you watch it more than once? No, I only watched it once. Me too. I was wondering if they dropped clue, more clues that we just didn't pick up on. Um, Maybe I don't know. I mean, I didn't see any right right after you know. As no, I'm nothing. Nothing grabbed me it. off the bat to where when I got the twist, I was like, "Oh, I want to go back because yeah. it." Nothing really dawned on me about that. the The twist wasn't so dynamic because I kind of when I. When I told you about that quote that the daughter said, mm-hmm. that, that's when I thought that there was something up with the mom, and I, yeah, and I kind of I kind of pegged that twist at that point, and and knew what was going on, but when and I, gosh, without spoiling it, I can't really talk about it. Yeah, don't there, spoil it because this is worth checking out. Yeah, there's there's one there's one point where the school's concerned about the daughter mm-hmm. and shows her some pictures. Yes. When you find out how those pictures are done in the end, that was that was a big twist for me. Yeah. That was something that I really liked. Yeah, that's that was cool. So that's as, that's as far as I can go with that. But let's this, let's this, go to this our, has to be seen. Um, you can't yeah. give spoilers. Yeah. I think you this can. Is something to, give this spoiler, is something to watch. Ruin it. Yeah. Now, as far as our highlights go, we've got a we got a lot of sevens mm-hmm. in here and a couple of eights, which you know makes it. It's a pretty solid film. So we're both at an eight for the acting. You actually threw an eight to the plot. I threw mm-hmm. an eight to the story. And I threw an eight to direction. Um, and then we've got sevens all over the place. We're both at seven for the script. We're both at seven for cinematography. Um, you have sevens at story and at direction where I had an eight. And then, of course, I had a seven for the plot and you had an eight. So, like I said, we're yeah. crisscrossing all over the place with this, but we're kind of on the same page with it. Um, going to the final scores, IMDb gave this a 5.0. That's the exact same score as Skin and Marink. <laughs> with with three, I, and I'm I'm doing this because Skin and Marink was such a big turd, but all the ratings seem higher than everything else yeah. we watched. Um, so 5.0 with 3,200 reviews, Rotten Tomatoes critics score 37 percent with 78 reviews and an audience score of 25 percent. And we thought about this with. Um, with Rotten Tomatoes, they seem to score foreign movies low. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that is true. 
And this technically counts as a foreign film. Because it's Australian, you said. Australian. Yeah. It's Australian, so um, you, you most likely do not recognize this cast. That's yeah. um, too so, bad, because this is a good movie. It, sh- it this should is be good. higher. Yeah, it should be. So, so, brother, you gave this a 65. Yeah, I liked it. And I gave it a 69 for a total average score of 67. It takes nice. our number two spot this week. And yeah. How about these scores that we've had this week? Okay. Ain't the yeah. best. No. Now, last week we did um, remind the audience of our numbers last week for our top 24. From Oh, for our top well, 24? Look, this, yeah. Look, tell them how great those scores were compared to oh, these. Man. Well, so, yeah, so we didn't even, we're not even going to come close to our lowest scored movie from from our last Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Our highest score was 94.5. That was our number one movie. Our lowest score was 74, and that was number 24. Those and big and, numbers. and this one's a 67 and this is our number two, our second highest movie. Um, but I think, I think the thing is, these are, these are ones that, I mean, aside from this last one, which just recently came out, these are ones that we have passed up. Before. Yeah. I, I still so, think it's not funny. So, so we're like, okay, so we'll go back and see if there's something that we want to catch, you know, that we want to go back and watch that may have come out a little while ago. So we did that, and we can look at these numbers and go, okay, I see why we've probably skipped these. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're not worth a look. They're just not the best movies that we've scored this year. So that's not bad. Let's go to our number one movie this week, and this was kind of a surprise to me Uh until I watched it, and that's Nimona. I never heard of it until you said this. Put this on the list. Um, it was it popped up as one of the ten most anticipated Netflix releases coming up, and I was like, "Really?" So I was like, "I didn't even know it was animated." I was like, "Oh, we should check out Nimona. That's like, that was like their number four most anticipated movie," and I was like, "I was like, okay, dude, let's let's do it." Um. So this actually was released on the 30th on Netflix. It's on Netflix now. It's actually rated number two right now for kids' movies. Is it really? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is a good film. I didn't think it would be rated number two on their site. I think mo- ma- mainly because it's new. That's I've, oh, yeah, I've that's seen true. that. When a movie first comes out, it goes boom to number one. And then so they it dropped. It, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I for, love Netflix, the... for Netflix, people are just waiting for something new to come in so they can. Mm-hmm. I think this had great animation. Um, it reminded me of something, but I couldn't put my finger on it. What it reminded me of. It had. It has a very unique style. Yeah. And you know how we were talking the sound of metal earlier? 
and that's that dude. And I, I, I like him a lot. All right. And their chemistry so, so was there's good. No, there's no box office stuff. I couldn't get a budget mm-hmm. for this. Um, well, let's read, let's read the plot. It says, when a knight in a futuristic medieval world is framed for a crime he did not commit, the only one who can help him prove his innocence is Nimona, a mischievous teen who happens to be a shape-shifting creature he's sworn to destroy. And this... Um, This this kind of reminded me of Sea Beast from last year. Yeah, we're trying to put it together. To where? Well, it in just the the overall context of oh, we're only monsters are bad, and we only kill monsters, and that's kind of how this society lived. Mm-hmm. But really, there was a a, a major overreaction. And, you know, monsters aren't really bad. It's just the way that you treat them. Yeah. They have to fight back. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like that, but it's a, it's a, it's a story as old as time about prejudice. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we kind of touched on it last week. And I like how they did this. Um, I don't like hidden messages in movies. Yeah. Um, but I am going to go on. I'm going to say this. I'm on record. I didn't mind how they put um, relationship in here. Um, it wasn't the, the focus. No, no, but it wasn't, it wasn't subdued either. It was. I I liked that it was out there kind of in the open. The I mean they were they were trying to hide it because they were both in the academy together mm-hmm. or whatever. They weren't hiding it because they were ashamed of it. Right. And well, I and I I liked I liked the relationship here. I liked both mm-hmm. relationships. Yes. With with Ballister and Goldschlong or whatever his name was, the other guy. And right. then I like the relationship between him and Nimona. Yes. And how I really how those... love the chemistry between those two. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I gotta say, Chloe Grace Moretz, she knocked it out of the park mm-hmm. as Nimona. I re- I really liked her attitude, Me the too. way she played the character. I I dug that. That was my yeah. I, yeah that's animation, my biggest takeaway from this. What's that? Did, I was gonna say the, I was gonna say, but they do the animation first. Um, yes. Because. I felt like that voice was really her. Yeah. That character. I was like, because the animation matched her voice, but technically they do the animation first. So, yeah, it's, I like the chemistry. Yeah. This this was a good movie. Yeah. This was this was a lot of fun. There's I think some... if they put this on a physical, I would, for the I'd right get price. This. I'd buy this on physical. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all I'd buy this movies. one physical. This would yeah. be the one I'd buy. I think you bought all of them. Stuff for run, run, run. 
I I bought Skin and Marink, and I'm regretting that. Yeah, I know. I was, I, I I'd, I'd buy Run Rabbit Run every day and twice on Sunday before yeah. I got in. Oh, speaking of which, Skin and Marink has a sequel coming this year. So, no, I found I I found that out. I was like, look, I was like, no way, and it's called Skin and Marink Do Two. <laughs> no, you're lying. You're joking, right? Uh, I wouldn't shit you. You're my favorite turd, bro. How? How is that movie getting a sequel? I don't know. Shutter's going to spend money on it. Assassin but, Club deserves a sequel before. Um, you're, yeah, you're you're gonna love this. I'm gonna put a picture up because you're gonna you're gonna love it. You're gonna laugh your ass off. I was like, that's got to be fake, but it's on IMDb, so it's coming. Yeah, there's no way. You you, you have to be pulling the leg. Nope. And they're gonna they're gonna play it like a parody. Oh, it's a parody, right? Oh, it's a parody movie. It's not a a sequel. Sequel. It, no, it's a sequel. But the, but it's supposed to be like a parody. So anyway, check this out. <laughs> no way. Yep. That film student graduated to college classes. I don't know. No. No, the, 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 when no. Skinny Marinka do makes its present known as at a new home, a plush child's toy falls victim to its nefarious plan. Hopefully, it talks better. I don't know. Well, there's an Elmo, but yeah. Oh, I'm just like you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah, if, when you guys are watching this, no, it's a, it's apparently already been made. It's already done. So. I was um, say somebody fact check Dave because Dave has to be wrong. It's it's on IMDb, <laughs> bro. I know, but the, IMDb can be wrong too. Maybe someone hacked them or something. I don't know because there's just no way. No. I, I'm just like, no, come on, you can't, you can't possibly. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a totally different person, so it's got to be a parody sequel or something. I don't know what they're doing, but. Um, it just cracked me up when I saw that when I was we would not when I was grabbing my pictures for the show. I was like, no way. <laughs> they can't be doing a sequel. Yeah. Skin and do part two. But yeah, I found myself singing that that damn song <laughs> before I started the anyway, movie. Back to Nimona. Back to Nimona. Animation is great. Um, yeah. voice acting is great. Um I can't picture, put a pinpoint where I've seen this kind of style of animation, but I like you know, it. It, it, it. It reminds me of Dragon's Lair. I don't know what that is. Oh, it was a it was a video game that actually played like a cartoon. Oh no, I don't remember that one. Oh, 
look, but look I it think up. they did a great it was job. Called Dragon's Lair, and I think I think they actually did a, a cartoon or like a like was a it series. Like the Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, it was like a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yes. It had the. It was the main character have orange. Yeah, I remember he's he was wearing armor and yeah, yeah, yeah. Had him doing all kinds of weird stuff, and you could move him around and stuff. But you, you, it was actually a video game. Yeah. That was like a cartoon movie, and you made him just go and do what you wanted him to do. And yeah, um, I love this animation style; it looks fantastic. It was um, I can't say I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this animation style, but I liked it. And yeah, um, it it Let wasn't my favorite, but it was it was better than I thought. This then this movie was better than I thought. I found myself laughing in parts. Mm, it was there's funny. Some, there's there's some innuendo in there to to kind of mm-hmm. soften up the adults a little bit. Um, plus there's, I think that I think kids will like this. I think this is a decent family film. Okay. After watching skin and Marine, I was kind of cussing you underneath my breath. Cause you picked Nimona. I said, Oh, David, what are you doing to me? This is <laughs> this before I watched the trailer. <laughs> it was just the poster. I saw I said, Oh, I don't want to watch this shit. <laughs> I was kind of like that too. I was like, I don't, Want to watch this? This is an animated movie. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I said, I've got to watch it. I picked it. Yeah. And I'm glad you picked it because I, I ended it. up liking it. It was it was fun. Yeah. I seen a variety article. I almost sent it to you about um their early picks so far of the year for Oscar nominations or Oscar wins. And it's funny. This was nominated or their early pick for um for animated feature animated and guess who got picked for best actor we talked about him on the last episode oh was it the the dude from chevalier yes <laughs> yeah yeah i was i, 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 I was like before. i was like dude it's a biopic mm-hmm. he's an unknown i think he'll come in and dark horse this thing Mm-hmm. At least nominated. Yeah, I, I had, I'd I love to see that article because I'd like to see what they're thinking about for like still because I I we were talking about that for best documentary. And yeah, I'll um, find we it for you about, tomorrow. Yeah, and, we were uh, talking about Dar Salim as um best supporting actor for the Covenant. Yeah, so uh, there was something think, else. Three movies that really stood out that we've talked about that were yeah. early front runners for um oscars so and i saw that i said oh man he called that he really did so that kind of if you guys go back to like it was the last week's episode right that we talked about um yeah the chevrolet that, car, or the first chevrolet one that guy. we recorded which dropped on the fifth yeah july 5th episode yeah um definitely check that out because we talked about a great movie which i didn't again Gus and Dave at the beginning. I was like, fucking Dave. He does this to me. He either the poster looks stupid or I just no interest in it at all. And then I end up really liking the movie. Yeah. That's Dave's MO. Yeah. Let's let's get let's get this one to Rich. That's that's what I live for, bro. What can I torture Rich with this week? Oh yeah, let's put skin yeah. and Marink in there. That'll that'll do it. That torture is both. That backfired. That torture is both. I w- well, I was. You said, "Do you want to put it in there?" I said, and I said, "It's gonna suck." But yeah, let's put it in there. 
but we both had interest in seeing it because yeah. of the buzz around it. So that I mean, you you can't take blame for that one. I won't give you yeah. blame for that. Okay. But yeah, this this one was kind of all me. I was just like, but it was before I knew it was animated. Yeah, I didn't know oh, it was animated either. Yeah, this is getting a lot of buzz. Boom. And then yeah. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh shit, it's animated. I'm like, well, it looks okay. Yeah. I kind of I kind of dig the whole knights of the realm and the mm. whole thing like that. And it's based on a graphic yeah. novel. I didn't I know that either. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if this was a live action. Oh yeah. That would, be, I would like to see how it would look on screen. Yeah. And Chloe Grace Moretz could absolutely do Nimona. Mm-hmm. And you get the sound of metal guy to come back yeah. as uh uh-uh. Have you I seen Sound of Metal? I haven't seen Sound of Metal. Oh man, that's fantastic. That is a really good movie. It's on Amazon. Okay. So what are the um, numbers for this? Yeah, let's go to the numbers. So we're talking about our highlights, and you actually threw a couple of tens at this. I did. Um, you gave a 10 to the cinematography and a 10 to the wild card. And I'm not a fantasy guy. And and then you gave eights to the acting and the story. I did not give any tens, but I gave a nine to the wild card. And then I gave, I actually gave eights to acting, ending, story, script, and cinematography. Yeah. I, I thought the whole, the whole movie was solid. I enjoyed it. I had mm-hmm. fun. This it held my attention. Even though even though Jerry and Marge Go Large was probably my favorite of the week, this is the one that I would rewatch. Mm-hmm. I think the, this is something that I could just put in again and enjoy. I think yeah. my grand I think my granddaughter would love it. I was just gonna ask you that. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch it with her, but the next time I get a chance, I'll put it on and see see what she thinks. Miles didn't like it. He he wanted me to put back on Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong, whatever it's called. Oh, it's called. That's his go-to. But he's like, Dad, no, we don't like this. Let's let's yeah. watch Godzilla versus Kong. Let's go Godzilla. <laughs> somebody, you want to watch Godzilla versus Kong? Okay, so you grab the cat and go. <laughs> oh, it's um, funny. He um, wanted to get a puppy. He was like, Dad, you want to get a puppy and name it Kong? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was, I died laughing. It was funny. That's that's hilarious. I was my, like, no, I draw the line. I'm done. Done with animals. You can get fit. My granddaughter, when, uh, so we went over to my dad's for dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. I barbecued chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, steamed broccoli, did all, did all the stuff. We ate dinner. Everybody ate. We're sitting there watching Independence Day for the second time. And, <laughs> uh, my daughter had taken Piper swimming because the river runs right behind my dad's place. So she's swimming in the river, comes back, she eats and changes her clothes and gets her ready. She gets up, she grabs her backpack and she turns to me and she says, come on, let's go. <laughs> and she walks out of the house and just starts heading for the car. And I'm like, I guess we're leaving. <laughs> That's awesome. 
And, and that's a big deal for her, right? Because that's a huge deal. For yeah. she's nonverbal, so yeah. for her to turn to me and said, "Come on, let's," and I mean, clear. Um, and then, you know, my you know my dad, her great grandfather, has really never heard her speak like that. And he that's goes, awesome. "What did you say?" And she turns to him and she goes, "Come on, <laughs> come on, let's that's, go." That's awesome. It was it was it was hilarious. It was amazing. Well, it was that's cute. good for her. That yeah. She, yeah. But yeah, she's 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 talking a lot more. She awesome. she's using her sign language, which is good too. Um, no, which I found out. Girl. This is Cookie, yeah. by the way. So whenever whenever she wants a cookie, she goes, and then she says, "Please," and I go, "All right, I'm going to give you a cookie because you said it." Um, no, do you think that has to do with the, the stress? You know, could it be that there's not a lot of stress? Um, from what happened earlier, um, I think that I think that has a lot to do with it. I think she saw, she saw how words can hurt, so she refused to say them. Um, and I think she's now finally understanding that words doesn't words don't have to hurt. Yeah. Well, good. Um, congratulations to your. She's, um, she's she's doing so she's doing so well. She's, a little she's doing cute really too. good. Um, she's. She's saying she I have I have a fan going in my office and she goes behind the fan and she sings to me. <laughs> so it has that distortion from the being in the yeah. fan. It was it was That's very awesome. funny. Um, know, we, we watch a lot of movies and fantasy stuff, but man, kids, I mean, that's real life. And that it's a big moment for her. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Yeah, that's it's huge for her and where I know Amanda and I are just so happy to I was just a, how happy with your daughter <laughs> to, see her, to see her grow like this. That's awesome. That's just amazing. All right, let's go to our final scores on Nimona. Rot, excuse me. Let's do IMDb first. IMDb gives Nimona a 7.7 7 with 5,800 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critics scored 93% with 71 reviews and an audience score of 94% with 500 plus ratings. We're not quite that high. Mm -hmm. You gave it a 71. I gave it a 74 total average score, 72.5. And it takes our top spot this week. I like that. That's a good pick out of these movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I gave the highest score to Jerry and Marge, but yeah, this is the one that I would rewatch. Yeah. I agree with that. Because you could put it on and know, because the voice acting is so well. It's done yeah. so well. Um, and you could chuckle at the jokes. So yeah. I guys, go see. It's on Netflix. Yep. Um, yeah, this uh, is on Jerry Netflix. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was I was gonna follow right behind you with those. So yeah. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, this so Nimona and Run Rabbit Run are on Netflix. Jerry and Marge Go Large is on Paramount Plus. Assassin's Club is on Assassin Club is on physical, or you can rent for like from like Voodoo or Amazon for like mm -hmm. 20 bucks. Oof. Just wait for that to be free or just do a red box yeah. or something like that. Skin of Marink is on Shutter. Avoid that. But 
don't even worry about it. Yeah. Stare at your wall. Yeah. Watch watch paint dry. Yeah. Or uh, grass grow or something. I think either one would be way more entertaining than that. Mm-hmm. They could have done so many different things and made that better. Yeah, they did. Um, but but I I think they failed miserably with what they were trying to do. If fail is not the right word. Is there's a there has to be a word worse than fail because it was just bad. Which is bad. I mean, you gave it a twenty-seven, bro. I think that's the lowest score you've ever given anything. I would we give Valentine. I think like a forty. Yeah, this I can actually I can actually look it up because I think that I think that's pretty much our lowest score besides Kids versus Aliens. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. I think you were trying to avoid it. So yeah, no, you gave it a forty-seven. I gave it a forty-two. That was Valentine. <laughs> but I think Kids versus Aliens. I think you gave like a thirty something. Kids versus Aliens was better than Skinnerberg or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, Kids versus Aliens. Yeah, you gave a thirty-seven. I gave a forty-five. Kids versus Aliens was better than Skinnerberg. Yeah, and that's um, not a compliment. Either, that's not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's and isn't that just a little sad? <laughs> Yeah. So remember, you guys, all films are subjective. Who knows? You might like Skinnamarink. I'm just saying, and if you it, even like if it, you're a found footage fan, this is not a found footage movie. It's definitely it's filmed not. way differently. And I just I just didn't like how it was done. And if you guys have seen Skinnamarink, put it in the comments and tell us what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. On all these and movies. as always... We're going we're gonna to be taking the audio portion of this and sending it to Spotify for podcasting. They're going to put it on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts for us. They sponsor us. They take care of us. They get us more followers and hopefully more sponsors later on. So you and guys, if you're job. not following us on Spotify, please do. We are at a whopping 17 followers, but we got kind of religious following as people people are listening to us on a regular basis so that's awesome um this episode will drop um on the same day i have i'm gonna have it set to where they both drop on the 12th um and then yeah i think that's it for tonight we've got yeah. um got some stuff to talk about we've got the yep. 13th um and i have a little intro that i'm gonna do which i got a bunch of shit about earlier but i don't give a shit so like to hear it here it goes thank you all for <laughs> joining me today hey mike can i interrupt you for just a second whatever your heart desires thanks brother whatever what's up you guys david aka the 4k lowdown here and i've got big news turner fan 77 and i are rebranding so get ready our first live stream comes up on july 13th and it is the High Five. That's right. We're going to bring back the High Five, Season 2, Episode 1, and our special guest is... I'll just let him go ahead and introduce himself. Mega Mike the Movie Man. That's right, everybody. Season 2, Episode 1 of the High Five is going to feature Mega Mike the Movie Man. He has picked five of his favorite movies that he is going to score live on the lowdown Thursday night, July 13th. Mike... 
How does that make you feel? Welcome to my channel. I'm, of course, your host. Whoa, wait a minute, buddy. You are not the host. Rich and I are the host because it's our show and you are a very special guest. But you do host one other show on Sunday mornings. What show is that again? Mega Movie Morning, everyone. Yeah, that's a great show, Mike. I try to watch it as often as I can. Welcome. Oh, thanks a lot, Mike. All right, you guys. July 13th, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Look for a name change in the show and the first episode of season two of The High Five with our guest, Mega Mike the Movie Man. Hope to see you there. Like That's that. right, everybody. So July 13th, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, or 8 Central from my brother Rich, was going to be our first episode of Season 2 of The High Five, where we bring in a guest, we have them pick five of their favorite movies, and we're going to have them score them live using the lowdown format and rank them based on the score. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Make a mic. The movie man's up first on the 13th. And then on the 20th, we have Dell on movies on the 27th. We have Harrison from really old movies on the, on August 3rd, we've got Mike masters from something awesome podcast. And then we've got on the 10th, we've got Evan pop culture 33. So we've got jam-packed back-to-back shows mm-hmm. for the high five this is all on thursday nights <laughs> yeah just add them to the list of the movies that we have I know, dude. yeah i'm gonna try to bust through those dell's mics evans and harrison's and then i'm just i'm dreading harrison's man i know me too <laughs> i no don't want to watch i mean we love you no dell dell gave me a bad one but he knows he did and he he made up for it by giving me one of my favorite all time movies. So, but yeah, Harrison, um, well, Dell Dell gave me the Wiz, which I do not want to watch, and that's the Wizard of Oz one with Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. Oh, I've heard terrible things about that. I don't want any part of that movie, but I'll watch it for Dell. But not only is it a musical, but it's a it's a wizard of Oz thing and yeah, not interested, but he gave, he brought in the 36 chamber of Shaolin. And that is my favorite martial arts movie of all. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, well, it's from 1978. So you were like a year old when it came out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, but then on the 19th, yeah, 19th, Go ahead and go ahead and tell them our line. lineup for the 19th. We have Indiana Jones 5. We have Insidious Red Door. We have Mission Impossible 7, right? Yeah, Dead Reckoning Part 1. De- yeah, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, I forgot the... F- oh, Bird Box 2, or Bird Box... Bird Box Barcelona. Barcelona. Joyride. And I'm and Joyride, yes, the comedy Joyride. Comedy that's going to be a stacked lineup. You know, that's the, that's a stacked lineup, and that's the only one that is not a sequel. Every single yeah. movie in our in our list for the 19th 
is a sequel. Think about that. Joyride is an original IP. Yeah. And it's surrounded by sequels or reboots, whatever you want to call them. Original RP, original IPs are hard to be successful nowadays when everything is. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping, I mean, I've heard good things about Joyride, the people that have seen it already. Me too. I've um, seen trailers for it. It looks hilarious. It looks funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of down for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's going to be a fun watch. And then, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to Indiana Jones. I'm going to find, I'm going to see that Wednesday this week. And, and then it's, you know, balls to the wall, seeing the other stuff in the theater before the 19th. Yeah. I'm excited I'm hoping- for the Red Door. That's the one. That's the one I really want to see. That trailer looked good. The, Walmart has these really cool slip covers out now, and they have the Insidious box set on DVDs for like 15 bucks. Mm. So I thought about, hmm. I know they're all on Peacock. Um, I, I think know. it's Peacock. I've got them all on Blu ray, so I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I'd get it for an extra DVD just, slip cover. Yeah, I just saw it because I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I don't own any of them. Yeah, yeah there's really there, cool. there's a few of those those multicolored ones. Like they had a Transformers one and some other ones. There were some slipcovers that were pretty cool, but they were all it was all the DVD movies. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. This, I've got this, it on uh, this way. Blu-rays. Yeah, Blu-rays and oh, DVDs. Blu-ray yeah. said be, would be fun. They had two new. They had a DVD uh, Spider the the first Spider Verse DVD and Blu-ray. Each slipcover was different. I was like, oh man. Do I do it? Do I do it? I hate it when they do that. Like they've got, you know, with Across the Spider-Verse coming out, they've got like like four different steelbook designs. Yeah. There's a lot. Man, I'm just going to pick one and and I'm going to go for it. Um, I think I'm going to get, I want to try to get both. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I double, I double dipped on Avatar Way of Water because that lenticular cover from Walmart was awesome. I couldn't. I couldn't pass that. It up. was, but uh, I really, I really like the white slipcover too. The white slipcover yeah. was pretty cool on the 4K, so yeah. I almost grabbed that. But I was like, no, I'm not going to double dip. I'll just get the steelbook. And then I saw the lenticular one at Walmart, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> but that one's that one's going to remain sealed. I'm going to wait for that to go down in price. Yeah. I don't need that. I mean, I've seen it. I ain't going to sit down and watch another three-hour movie. We got yeah. seven thousand movies to watch, <laughs> and then some. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should get out of here so we can watch some yeah, more movies. Um, but you guys take care. Be safe. Uh, God bless. Have have a great. I hope you had a great Fourth of July holiday. I hope you have a great couple of weeks coming up until we get back. We will see you live on the thirteenth for our first episode of high five and our new rebranding. So look for a new name coming. Um, and I think we'll officially launch our new intro and everything on the 19th. So we're going to talk about it on the 13th and then launch the whole new name and everything on the 19th. So I'm looking forward to that, but you'll still find us in the same spots at the 4k lowdown at Turner fan 77. We're still on, all the we're still on all the grams and books. We're on Instagram and YouTube, Letterboxed, yeah. um, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. So look for mm-hmm. us, give us a sub, 
and the lowdown YouTube channel will be where our new branding is going to start. Mm -hmm. And then once we get enough subs, then we'll actually produce our own channel. Yeah. I'm excited so, for it. I love it. Um, I love what you had me doing today. It made me laugh. Um, it's funny. So it's going to be an interesting concept, but I'll, I'll play the intro for you and stuff and yeah. see what you think. Um, I've been working on the new logo and things like that. So, um, be fun. yeah, it's, it's going to be a blast. I, I've even got new, new theme, new entrance themes, music that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll, we'll decide on that. So yeah, I'll play, you know, I've got like three or four ideas and I'll, I'll play those for you and see which one you like. And we'll, we'll decide on one that's specifically for this new brand. Yeah. Awesome. I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Me too. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, remember, comment in the comments what you thought of these movies. Again, any new movie suggestions, we'd love to hear them. And if you like them, we'll throw them in our list. Um, be safe. And be kind to one another. Mm -hmm. And let's see. This will go out on the 12th. So, yeah, we will we'll see you tomorrow. By the time this drops, yeah, we'll, we'll see, see you tomorrow, tomorrow on the 13th. So check us out. High five, 6 p.m. on Thursday the 13th, Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. We're going to interview Mega Mike the Movie Man, so that's going to be a blast. Yeah, it is. All right. I'm Dave, and that's Rich. We're going to sign off. Take care, everybody. Be see safe. Guys. See ya.